Agency Click presents Everything Film with Film Robot, broadcasting from Jaeger's Sports Bar on West Broadway by McDonald. Joe Leary along with Patrick Shelton from Film Robot. And we're joined by young actor Dylan Kingwell and his mom, Jennifer Kingwell. Welcome to our program. Nice to have you guys down. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Before we get to you, young sir, uh, I want to ask the mom, uh, what age did you think that maybe there was some little glimmer of potential in your kid that you wanted to get him in the industry? He was about three. And uh, he was always very personable. I used to take him to Starbucks for coffee and stuff. And he would leave me at my table by myself. And he would work the room and just <laughs> chat. This is pre-COVID, obviously, back yes. in the days when you could leave your table. It was yeah. about 13 years ago. Yeah. And uh, so I thought, well, you know, he's personable. He's confident. He gets along well with adults. And I have, like many parents, I heard the story, if your kid wants to be a star, you know, bring him down <laughs> to um, this uh, casting call. So we, like many parents, did that, and um, I won't, you know, get into it too much, but basically he was the cutest little thing, three years old, and it was a room of 200 people, and they asked a question, and he put up his little hand, and they called him up to the front, and of course the oohs and the ahs, and you're so cute, and that all kind of ended up um, seeing us into a room, and I learned that it wasn't a casting call, it was actually a company sort of wanting you to take lessons and, and this and that. So they said that we think that your son's going to be a star, so we want to put him on this accelerated training program. <laughs> for for $9,000 or something And like I just like, this isn't for us. Um, but after that, it was a learning lesson, and, and we started the proper process of going through looking up agencies that represent kids and going through the Better uh, Business Bureau to see which ones would be a good fit. And we did some go-sees and we picked his agent and it's the same one that he has today. Yeah. And were you charmed right from the start, Dylan? Was this something that you were down with going, yeah, let's do it? I mean, I, I, can't, really call, I can't really remember because it was just, it was sort of like before you uh, make memories, I guess. But um, I know that it's from my earliest memory, I loved it. So I assume that, you know, it's kind of the age where uh, your parents said, hey, do you want to do this? And you're just like, yeah, you know, sure, why not? I didn't get, I, d I guess I didn't have a full scope of what I was actually doing. Um, but then once I, you know, figured it out, I, I've loved it ever since. So, You know, it, it's, I, I wanted to talk to you guys more about kind of directing the show in a bit of a different direction about the whole preparation and when things start happening fast for you guys and you're moving into the situation and like, you know, I got to give, you know, and your mom's probably been sitting in many audition rooms yeah. waiting and oh, yeah. you know it's like it's like uh it's like a tryout all the time maybe like a hockey professional hockey tryout every day and then did you do good did you do good i can imagine the conversation is pretty much the same in the car yeah yeah it's uh i mean in you know it it's also the same like because with hockey you know there's different levels of it yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so obviously you know i come out of a, a regular winter hockey tryout a little less stressed than i would for like if i was playing on a competitive yeah. spring team and it's the same thing with acting you know obviously like every role to me is great and i love to work on whatever but you know if it's a lead role in a feature film i'm a little more yeah. you know angsty beforehand than if it's just you know if it's a if it's a guest star part yeah. or whatever well so. for you for those who don't know i just want to interrupt a bit because you know what the kingwalls are a hockey family these guys know the canucks inside and out world juniors we spent time uh, people don't know that Dylan was a very competitive hockey player, um, and you know what? One of the and uh, one of the saddest days of my life is when your mom said Dylan might not be able to play AAA hockey because he might get injured. <laughs> yeah, that so maybe uh, you could tell a little bit about that because I remember I was looking at your mom and going, "Wow, that's like you know." 
Yeah, he signed a contract um, for three seasons with a show, and there's a clause in there. And um, the show, a series, series of fortune events. events. Yeah, where he played twins on that show, um, and so it's part of it. It's part of the process. Um, you know, when you commit, and first of all, the production company commits to you as the talent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that you need to then commit back to them because they're investing time and money and the role is important and it's it's always, um, first and foremost, this is a job. It's professional. You need to respect um, whatever is outlined in the contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then going back to like our days of auditions, I mean, for every 10 no's you get, it's the one yes. <laughs> and we would have numerous drives into Vancouver um, for auditions back and forth and you know I'd always ask him when he would come out well how'd it go and there were some days where he was like you know what great there were some days where he had feedback and he said you know this is what we did and then there are other days where he's like yeah I just don't think that that was for me and then shocking that might be the one that he ended up booking yeah like like for sorry to interrupt but as an example the good doctor was uh is one of my like more popular roles and I've felt better walking out of audition rooms than I did out of the good. I mean, I, I don't think I did bad, but like, you know, I've, there's been roles that I haven't booked where I came out. I was like, oh, I'm sure I'm getting a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just, it's, you know, it's funny how that My works. My brief foray into acting it lasted all of one commercial. And I just remember everybody is basically saying, great job, great job. We'll be in touch. And you walk out of there thinking I nailed it. Yeah. And then you don't hear back. And yeah. I just thought I would rather you be honest and just say to me, Joe, you sucked. <laughs> we're not, we're, you're not getting it. Go home. Have a nice day. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, they just they can't do that. Obviously, no. they can't be. But uh, it's it's really nice when you get you know genuine good feedback. Mm-hmm. No feedback can be good and it can be bad. Like because you know it, you you get good feedback when they're sure, and then you get no feedback if they're you know like on the fence or whatever. It's you can't. Well, try even just them. getting the audition, just getting the call to go to the audition, that. In itself, the casting director has a list that they select from of who they're going to call in. Um, the agent will submit, but the casting director can say yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, and then beyond that, even just getting a callback in itself is is a win. Sure. It's feedback. It's positive. So, yeah, it's, it's quite a process. And for our family, um, I'm lucky in that for the majority of my um, career, I've worked from home. So I've had a flexible schedule. Because it takes a village yeah, to, does, to sure. raise an actor, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as it does with you yeah, know yeah. sports yeah. And, and as we all know. Um, but I, I definitely would ha- say, like, for Dylan, in his case, three of his four grandparents have been on set with him. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I would swap in midday when he's working. So I'm curious about that, because what are the rules and regulations when it comes to what, at what age do you not have to have a guardian with you? So uh, I can't give a cert. I know it used to be 16, I think it's 18 um, now. but now it is 18. 18. So um, basically, you know, three years ago, if I was this age, mom wouldn't have had to stay on set with me. Uh, she would obviously have to drive me there. Um, but uh, um, yeah, it's 18 now. I don't know why they moved it up, but um, that's how it is. And are there, on a, from a parental point of view, is there, were there any concerns about your... Your child embarking down a road where he's going to be required to do things or say things or act out in certain ways. Was there any concern? Because we had Chance Hurt Firstfield on the show, 
And he was saying it was kind of fun because, you know, if he played a role that required him to say dialogue that normally he wouldn't be allowed to say at home, <laughs> it's a job, mom and dad. Like, and they were cool with it. Were there any concerns on your part? You know what? There wasn't ever any concerns. And the production company, uh, executive producers, they're great. If there's a scene, uh, for example, um, in The 100, where he was basically lying under a pile of dead bodies and watched them in this scene all shot. So... What they do in advance to that, something like a situation, is they'll call the parent and they'll say, you know, this is what the scene's going to look like. Um, how do you feel? How do you think emotionally he will handle that? And do you want someone on site for him that day to walk him through anything that might be difficult? So, I, I mean, Dylan is as bright and outgoing and I never really worried and he's also really in tune with his own emotions. So, if there was something that made him uncomfortable, I think he would have come to to me or whoever was with him that day so yeah i mean it's obviously a concern but especially in our community in the vancouver film production there's some amazing people they do their jobs well they follow the union laws Every and that's why they're yeah. that's why they're where they are right? yeah exactly. and, and also if i may well. um that there's a there's a fine line to walk there because sometimes it's that uncomfortable like really like jarring stuff that helps me produce the best performance, you know, because there's, like, so it's hard to get in the mindset of someone who's just watched his whole family and friends get shot. Yeah. You know, that yeah. it's obviously not something that I can relate to, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's one of those things where, like, I'm not going to lie, it, it did affect me emotionally to see that. You know, I'm lying, they put blood all over me, and they've got, and I've got, you know, people lying on top of me, and they, like, that... That can mess you up, but at the same time, I think I've learned how to use that to my advantage because that's it helps me, you know. Because mm. it, the more realistic it is, the easier that it is to. I'm always amazed that the next episode, everybody kind of just gets over it, and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like three of my friends were dead, and you know, but you know, let's just you know moving keep on. on, keep moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our guest <laughs> is Dylan Kingwell, and his mom is Jennifer Kingwell. This is uh, Everything Film with Film Robot presented by Agency Click Broadcasting from Jaegers on West Broadway at McDonald. So you've got a pretty good-looking resume for a kid that's only 16, and you're obviously building credits as you go further. Do you have your vision focused on the future? What ideally, would, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to do a sitcom? Do you want to do be a heartthrob? What, 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 <laughs> is, what, is the, uh, what is the thing that you would like to sort of focus on? Um, I really have, uh, ever since I did The Returned, which was the first sort of uh, recurring like uh, series regular role that I did in a show, I've just, you know, uh, a long-running TV show or a feature film, that type of stuff, but I really like, you know, deep stuff. Like, uh, The 100 um, and The Good Doctor have probably been my best opportunities to explore some really sort of emotional, uh, some emotional performances, and I just, I, that's, I live for that stuff. Like, it's, it's my favorite to do. And so I, I would love to sort of follow a career path. Um, like, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio is an example I use a lot because he, he sort of does these, you know, all of his roles, or the majority at least, are, you know, they're based on a true story or they're really quirky, you know, like weird, interesting characters, you know, um, like, you know, Wolf of Wall Street based on a true story and Titanic and all that stuff. Um, so, but they're all really dramatic and really deep in some way. And that's the, those are the type of stuff that I love because it really challenges my ability, you know. And I love to do something where it's hard to do because it's, I feel it's more rewarding when it does work out in the end. How has COVID-19 affected the industry? 
Oh, where do I even begin? Well, so I was actually filming uh, The 100 Season 7, and the last day of shooting, the last ever day on that show after seven seasons was March 14th, 2020. And they did not plan that, uh, but like March 15th, everything got shut down. Nothing, wow. nothing opened up the next week, like two days later, nothing. And uh, so there was basically just a huge hiatus from that day forth until uh, I began auditioning again in August. Um, and then I was very fortunate uh, to get on set on my most recent project in December. And I do have some upcoming work uh, in the next month as well. So in short, there was a long hiatus, but things are slowly but surely coming back. Which is and, know, and obviously for. protocols are fully maintained. And I guess was there any concern, Jennifer, on your part of because again, you know, we're all freaked out over how this thing has transformed in, in the, our lives, and we don't know when it's going to get back to 100% normal. But yeah. are you satisfied that the industry is um, is doing everything they can to keep uh, people Absolutely. safe? Absolutely, um, especially with the recent project that we can't let you know what it is that <laughs> he's in. But um, it obviously, it was our first experience with COVID and the protocol. So we were going for uh, frequent COVID testing every 48 hours. Um, yeah. That felt safe. They had a uh, registered nurse there doing the testing, sanitization. When we were on set filming, um, they have the COVID safety people walking around, making everybody keep their distance. So it's a strange and odd and unfamiliar situation. But yeah, absolutely, we we felt safe. There was a couple of times where the COVID safety officers asked us to split up. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm mum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and they're like, well, for perception, maybe you should keep your yeah. six feet. So right. so we did, yeah. right? Um, yeah, safe. It is safe, and that's why it's still going. When they were able to resume filming. Um, they, they're doing the correct things and that's why they're still going. Hopefully it stays that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about um, how you prepare um, some of the stuff that's going on. And it's something that's a question to both of you guys. First question I want to ask is, um, how many times, like if you're doing sides, like, you, you know, you've, you've obviously, you're right in there. I'm sure. Like how many times oh have yeah. you been the good doctor? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I am for anything we tape at home. Yeah. I am the reader. Yeah. I am the camera girl. <laughs> That's great. I am the sound quality and I am the producer because I then take the SD card and throw it into my computer and create and the you, video Yeah, clips. so there's a lot of work that you guys do yeah. when you're not on set yeah. to prepare And, and, for and this. I don't get paid for this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, right? Well, well your son does. When, when, when <laughs> you're older and One I buy day. you something, nice, <laughs> then you'll get paid. So, um, you know, the, so, so elaborating on that, I want to go a little bit deeper with you, Dylan, and you go into this situation. So when you're on set, and I've always been curious about this, do you know it? Do you, like, are you so prepared? Do you have you memorized those lines to the point where, like, you know, or is it like, oh, I forgot, I could try again. Oh, I forgot, let's try again. I think uh, it's one of those things where no matter how much you prepare, you know, almost everyone messes up once or twice. You know, the greatest actors I've ever worked with: Freddie Highmore, Neil Patrick Harris, you know, Patrick Warburton. Everyone messes up their lines yeah. once or twice. Um, but I definitely try my best. And uh, but it's the, you know we're only human and, and things happen and you know it can be anything from sometimes I'll hear something funny from 30 feet away and that'll just throw me off like it's and it's then they really go cut hard. and they yeah. do it again and yeah. you know it, it's hard to um, be 100% perfect but I definitely uh, try my best because I really I have such a passion for it so that's, I that's I want to so uh, behind the scenes when you're on set and mm-hmm. I mean when you're when you're working 
what actor do you think has given you the most, like he's behind the scenes and being animated and helping you to get that response? Like who's the real pro? Oh man, that's such a good question. I mean, uh, the actors that I've worked with that I've um, had the most personal conversation with uh, that are adults would probably be Freddie Highmore uh, from The Good Doctor. Um, actually, all of the, the older doctors, uh, they're like um, Hill Harper. Yeah, plays, yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, I think probably uh, Freddie, I think, is who I've talked really? to most. Freddie really? or, or Patrick Warburton, yeah. who are obviously in, two incredibly talented And they actors. want to get the best performance out of you because it well, benefits for sure. them, right? Yeah. So, you know. It's a, it's a whole, uh, you know. To ev- elevate you, right? Everyone yeah. doing their best makes everyone else do better. And they, I've just been fortunate enough that these awesome people have been willing to, you know, help me out and, and talk to me and stuff. That's fantastic. You know, I, I find it's interesting because in one of my other lives, I do, did a fair bit of travel when travel was possible. And there, you'll talk to people and think, oh, it must be nice to be able to stay in hotel rooms. Yeah, it is for a bit. And then all of a sudden it gets really boring. You, you miss your own things. You miss, I miss driving my car. I miss going to a local coffee shop. And I've been on enough sets over my life that um, the end product looks great. And people are, are fantasizing about wanting to be there. There's a lot of sitting around and waiting. But I will say this, food's generally pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, you know, you know I've, I've been really lucky personally that I haven't filmed anything major outside of uh, Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I've traveled more for auditions, actually, like for a series of unfortunate events filmed right here in Vancouver. Uh, but I went to L.A. Mm-hmm. for the audition. Um, I, I filmed a commercial in Regina once when I was like nine or wow. something wow. like that. Yeah. Um, but no, I've been really fortunate. I haven't had to uh, experience that that much. Um, I've experienced it little enough that any time that I have done it, I've never complained because yes. it's felt like a real Exciting privilege. For him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, uh, New York for the premiere yeah. of a series of unfortunate events. When so they uh, built the new Portman Bridge, mm-hmm. that was the best day for an <laughs> yeah. acting yeah. mom because literally all the auditions were down in Vancouver. We yeah. live wow. out in Surrey. So it would take us an hour and a half to two hours sometimes because of that bridge so you know it's a lot of driving you're right it's a lot of waiting and uh and then even after you leave the audition sure. you get put on hold and then you're waiting <laughs> waiting yeah waiting <laughs> well i know you've been a recurring character in um a few shows and i mean the the two that i want to go is obviously the good doctor which you know i'm a big fan of great show and then the series of unfortunate events yeah so, and then I guess The Returned is another one that was, like, I always, every time I talk about that, your eyes light up. So it's, a, it's <laughs> something that you really liked, I, I imagine, when your first thing. Yeah. But um, for our listeners out there, and what, what I would like to ask you is, like, the differences. It's like, like um, what, is one harder than the other? One more sci-fi, more setup, more technical? Like, what, what's your experience been? Uh, that's a great question. Well, on the technical side, uh, a series of unfortunate events definitely had um, these, you know, these crazy elaborate sets, you know, houses on rotating platforms that they would spin around to simulate a hurricane, yeah. you know, like a, 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 like a sea storm and, you know, the green screen. So in terms of technical, I bet you that uh, the crew on a series of unfortunate events had a lot more uh, unique tasks than on The Good Doctor. Yeah. Um, in terms of me acting, uh, that's tough to say. I mean, you know, a series of unfortunate events, there's a lot of really unorthodox situations, you know, kids at a prep school getting kidnapped in a car and all this stuff. So in that respect, it can sometimes be hard to, to get into character, uh, cause you know, it's just, it's so whimsical. You really have to try, 
But then with The Good Doctor, though, um, the acting was, in my opinion, you know, more emotional for the most part, more real. And, uh, and so that can also present a challenge. I would say overall, um, I found The Good Doctor to be harder to act in or harder to be happy with my product because I felt like I was expecting more of myself since it was a, a more emotional thing. Um, but then definitely on the production side, probably a series of unfortunate events was a little more elaborate. Dylan Kingwell, how do people find you on social media? Uh, Dylan.Kingwell on Instagram, and uh, that's my main one. I don't really use Twitter, but Dylan Kingwell on Twitter. And one final question. If we put this show in a time capsule and dig it up five years from now, where are you five years from now? Five years from now, um, I am probably in university somewhere. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, my dream schools are University of Toronto or maybe one of the big ones in the States, like Berkeley or something like that. Uh, or I've booked a big role in the summer and I'm not doing university <laughs> anymore and I'm working on a set. Well, you're a nice guy. Uh, thanks for joining us. And Jennifer, yeah, thanks course. for bringing him down. Thank and you. Uh, best of luck to you. Continued success. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks so Fantastic. much for having me. Thanks for having us.